Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
It's been so plain for all to see. Open your eyes, you'll realize my sacrifice.
J.M. in the A.M. That is a uh, selection from Simcha Liner. It's actually a twofer from a Simcha Liner because we did Karachim and then we did uh, Eliyahu, uh, both from uh, Simcha Liner. Um, yeah. Before that, Mordechai ben David and Eitz Chaim, you heard Ah Ah Ah, the Ashray selection from the Yeshiva Boys Choir. Avram Willig with a song he entitled the Kalbach Medley, but adjusted a bit for the big simcha that his family had. You may have picked up on that from the brand new Leiv Avos volume number three. Mayor Sherman, Masach Hashem, our Monday morning theme song, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this 28th day of August, day number 11 in the month of Elul. We're blowing the chauffeur. It is um, less than three weeks away from the brand new year. I know we've got to get Rabbi Heber on at some point, discuss the brand new year. I already came up with a couple of interesting, uh, <laughs> couple of interesting points regarding the uh, year 5784. Can't wait to discuss that with him. Anyway, 11th day in the month of uh, El, all those of you in the U.S., it's the final week before Labor Day. I know that means a lot of people are traveling. No matter where you are, thanks for listening in to JM and the AM. It's much appreciated. And a big thank you to Avrami for sitting in for Matis yesterday on JM Sunday. And a big thank you to everybody responsible for our amazing weekend programming. Avrami, Matis, Mark, everybody who's responsible for our amazing weekend programming that goes from a Friday morning 
all the way until uh, overnight Sunday night. Much appreciated. Great team effort, and a lot of great people around the world are uh, tuned in and listening to our programming on a regular basis, and it's an amazing feeling, and I thank you very, very much. I did call it a back-to-school, back-to-work edition earlier because a lot of folks are in school already. We've been hearing from people in Georgia. We've been hearing from people in Florida. We've been hearing from people in uh, Iowa. A lot of school systems are already in uh, session. So for many, it is, in fact, a back-to-school, back-to-work edition of Jam and the AM. So we wish good luck to everybody in the brand-new school year. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Not Home Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. I do want to call your attention to our Elul Chesed campaign, which has links on it at the moment uh, for, um, for organizations and efforts like Misaskim and Renewal and the Maui Fire Disaster Relief Fund from Chabad of Maui. Also to Jews of Ukraine. Are um, as you would imagine, are desperately in need of supplies and basic necessities for Yuntif, for Rosh Hashanah, and Sukkis. Those of you out there who are inclined to give, please be as generous as possible. NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. The Ukraine campaign, by the way, is also also accessible through their website, Office of <clears throat> ChiefRabbi.org slash Nahum. Office of chiefrabbi.org slash Nahum. If you go to that page, you'll see the description of their needs and everybody out there who can give something before the holiday would be much appreciated. Obviously, it's how our El Chesed campaign works. It is a Monday morning broadcast, and today we get to meet Devori Zutler live in studio here at JM and the AM. I mentioned this on Facebook. Uh, I think on Friday I already posted it. If not, then it was Saturday night, but at some point... Uh, over the weekend, I had posted the uh, the information that today we welcome Devori Zutler with her amazing Doors of Israel, Birchas Habayis photography, um, photography project, I guess we'd call it. It's more like a piece of art as opposed to a project. Anyway, she'll be here with the amazing Doors of Israel um, presentation here at JM and the AM just over an hour from now. And uh, we'll discuss um, a whole bunch of stuff, specifically her incredible photography and how it became this uh, much sought-after artwork. Again, we'll de- we'll describe it, we'll discuss it, we'll explain it. The whole thing coming up. Uh, interesting guest in the seven o'clock hour this morning, right here at JM in the AM. So there you have it. Plenty going on. Thank God, Baruch Hashem, and I'm glad all of you are tuned in. And um, and enjoying our radio broadcast, spread the word. Spread the word. Let everybody know that one of the easiest ways to tune into amazing and incredible live Jewish music presentations on a daily basis is by installing an Alchem Siegel Network app and becoming a regular listener. Really as simple as that. Spread the word, and I thank you. Yossi Green and Company, it's JM in the AM.
Zwischen 
J.M. in the A.M. Hamavdil done by uh, Shalom Lemmer. Excuse me, Yankee Lemmer. Done by Yankee Lemmer here at uh, J.M. in the A.M. Let's see. What do we have before that? Hurachum uh, from Shlomi Kaufman, Michal Brzezinski, and Melech Melech. Hanashamalach done by uh, Lenny Solomon. In honor of those who are already saying Slichus during this month of Elul. And Yossi Green and Company had a takadosh here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galit Sal in the background. There are news from Israel coming up. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NachumSiegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, please daven for Shalom Avraham ben Peshalea. Shalom Avraham. Ben Peshalea, also uh, Aaron Svi Mayer Ben Manya Rifka, uh, who's having a long surgery today out in Oak Park, California. Again, that's Aaron Svi Mayer Ben Manya Rifka, Aaron Svi Mayer Ben Manya Rifka, and again, Shalom Avraham Ben Peshalea. Those are on the app. You can see it there if you go to the app. Today's Monday, a lot of people heading to Shul. Laning Mishaberachs, please keep in mind those who are in need in our community. Speaking of those who are in need, don't forget our Elul Chesed campaign. Go to NachumSiegel.com slash Chesed. There's some recommendations there about uh, what to do before Yontif. NachumSiegel.com slash Chesed. Also, to support the Ukraine effort, the basic needs and necessities for people in the Ukraine who are under fire in our community. Uh, Office of ChiefRabbi.org slash Nachum. Office of Chief org slash Nahum. That's how you can give to that campaign. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday is next. Boker Tov from Jam in the AM. Galay Tzal, Mirushalam, Shah Stein, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Rani of Nai, Imashikorechshav. הצעת החוץ של לוב שהושתה מתפקידה טוענת הפגישה עם אלי כהן באישור ראש ממשלת לוב. מדווח כתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין. לאחר המאומה שפרצה בלוב בעקבות הודעה של משרד החוץ בישראל על הפגישה בין שר החוץ אלי כהן לשרת החוץ של לוב נג'לה אל מנגוש, פרסמה שרת החוץ הודעה כי הפגישה הייתה על דעתו של ראש הממשלה שבינתיים השעה אותה מתפקידה. אל מנגוש כתבה כי הפגישה התרחשה לאחר שאיטליה הבטיחה לראש ממשלת לוב כי תפעיל בתמורה לפגישה קו טיסות בין לוב לאיטליה. למעשה, שרת החוץ יוצאת נגד הודעת ממשלת לוב, כי הפגישה הייתה מקרית, 
ולא דובר בה על שיתופי פעולה. גורמים מדיניים בירושלים תקפו הבוקר את השר אלי כהן ואמרו לגלי צה"ל, שר החוץ פגע בציר החשאי בין ישראל ללוב. מדובר בנזק שנובע מרצון ליצור כותרות בתקשורת. הקמת ועדת הבדיקה לפרשת הרוגלות, חבר הכנסת משה סעדה מהליכוד אומר אצל אמיר איבגי בגלי צה"ל, אלשיך ומנדלבליט צריכים להיות מוזמנים לוועדה. יש מצעד גדול של שמות מוכרים, אלשיך שאמר שיש אפס שימוש ברוגלות, מנדלבליט שמנה חקירה של מח"ש, מי שהולך להיחקר, מי שנחשד בשיבוש מהלכי משפט ומנה חקירה פלילית במקום שראוי לבדוק כדי לעשות ולהפריד, זה מנדלבליט, זה עמית מררי המשנה, וגלי עצמה תקום ועדה שתבדוק את הדברים בצורה יסודית, בצורה מסודרת. אסף זמיר שהתפטר מתפקידו כקונסול ישראל בניו יורק הודיע כי ירוץ בבחירות המקומיות בתל אביב יחד עם ראש העירייה חולדאי מדווחת כתבתנו בתל אביב, אנה פינס. זמיר, שהיה בעבר סגנו של חולדאי ואף התמודד נגדו, ירוץ במקום השני ברשימתו וישמש כממלא מקומו. בחשבון הפייסבוק כתב זמיר כי הדבר האחרון שנחוץ במעוז הליברלי בישראל הוא מלחמה פנימית. חולדאי כתב כי הוא רואה בזמיר דור ההמשך בעיר, כמי שחי ונושם ומכיר אותה. לפי מקורבים, ראש העיר שוקל לפרוש בעתיד מכהונתו, ובכך להעניק לזמיר את תפקידו כיורש. בנתב"ג סוכל הלילה ניסיון הברכה של 34 ציפורים אקזוטיות בשווי 70 אלף אירו. תושב המרכז, כבן 40, ניסה להבריח מבלגיה בתנאים קשים את הציפורים מימינים אסורים למסחר בתוך מזוודה. כתבתנו לענייני סביבה ענבר פייבל מציינת כי הציפורים הועברו לטיפול וטרינרי. ומזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות, בעיקר בערים ובפנים הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
שומר עליי, אתה שמאיר את דרכי, ואתה שלא נותן לי ליפול, גם שמגיע לי, אתה נותן לי כוח, כשאני נמצא בצרה, ואתה הגדול, הגדול הנורא, אני הוא עבדך. אני שר, אני שר, שר לך הכלים. ZANG <laughs> וכל מה שאתה נותן לי, שמח בחלקי. אתה משרה בירוח, נוטע בי תקווה. ממשיך בדרך בה בחרתי, ובאמונה. אני שר, אני שר, שר לך כלי. שר, אני מודה לך מליבי, אני שר, אני שר, שר לך כלי, שר, אני שר לך כלי. Sandy Shmueli, Ani Shar is the name of that one here on a Monday morning broadcast. How do you like that? Here we are to open up a brand new week. My thanks to Avrami for sitting in for Matis yesterday on JM Sunday. And my thanks, of course, to Avrami, Matis, Mark, everybody responsible for our amazing weekend programming here at JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. A lot of great uh, and amazing programs going on. On a regular basis, and the weekend is no exception. A big thank you to our friends at Kedem, who sponsor our entire Friday lineup, which is pretty amazing. A big thank you to our friends at Kedem. Oh, and we actually are uh, making arrangements to get Jay Booksbaum, the world's number one uh, kosher wine connoisseur, into our studio before Rosh Hashanah. I actually think we're looking at the morning of September the 11th. I think the Monday before Rosh Hashanah we're looking at. We'll see if Jay's in town. We'll get that done, and... Get everybody updated on what's happening in the world of kosher wine. Uh, lots to talk about, no doubt. There always is. 
And we'll hopefully do that before the uh, big holiday begins and before the brand new year begins. More coming up. It's Monday. It's JM in the AM. Nine, 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 nine,
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, hour number two. It's Monday. Final week before Labor Day. How do you like that? A lot of people away. Thanks for uh, listening in from around the world, everybody. Got a lot of uh, a lot of communiques from Israel. People tuned in while touring the Holy Land, which is really cool. Thank you. 28th day of August, day number 11 in the month of Elul, as we continue with the... Uh, Approach toward the brand new year of 5784. Elul Chesed campaign in full swing. NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. There are recommendations there in terms of um, great causes to give to this time of year. Those of you who want to give our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine the basic necessities that they need for Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, it's officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum. Office of Chief Rabbi. Dot org slash Nahum. Full day, of course, here at the Nahum Single Network, as you would suspect, coming up at 9 o'clock. All right, Benji Kramer with Meir Me Lim. The word today is Torah. He will discuss the word Torah. That's coming up during Meir Me Lim, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time with our Benji Kramer. And um, coming up at about, uh, well, about 30 minutes from now, Devori Zutler is going to be visiting our studio She's got an amazing piece of artwork that's making waves out there. It's gotten a lot of attention. We'll discuss that and much, much more coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right here, about a half hour from now at JM in the AM. Keep in mind, those who've been noted on our app, including Aaron Svi Mayer, Ben Manya Rivka, Aaron Svi Mayer, Ben Manya Rivka. Please keep in mind, Shalom Avraham Ben Peshalea. Shalom Avraham Ben Peshalea, and your help with that is, of course, Greatly appreciated. You heard Nachmi Glauber with Bo Reolam, Sim Shalom done by Kolachai. Shlemi Dak's orchestra had Imesh Gachech to open up those three here at JM in the AM. Brand new Luzi Klatsko. It's JM in the AM.
Lucy Klatskell, brand new. It's uh, Dafka Nafshi here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast, heading back to school, back to work. 28th of August, day number 11 in the month of Elul. Final week before Labor Day, a couple of weeks to go before Slichas in the Ashkenazi community. Our friends in the Sephardic community already are saying Slichas. And Rosh Hashanah, believe it or not, two weeks from this coming Friday night. Yeah, I know it is hard to believe the brand new year is upon us and let it be a, a wonderful, happy, healthy, sweet new year for everybody. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav, Zevon of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basavios of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Mishnah tells us in Perkyavos, whoever has these three traits, a good eye, one who doesn't begrudge his friend, a humble spirit, a meek soul, one who is satisfied with whatever he was blessed, are among the disciples of Avram Avinu. Whoever has three other traits, an evil eye, an arrogant spirit, and a greedy soul, is among the disciples of Bilam. Avram Avinu was the symbol of tzedakah, chesed, benevolence, and loving kindness. Bilam was the exact opposite, the symbol of evil, selfishness, and negativity. Our Chachamim specified these particular character traits will define the great difference between good and bad, as opposed to others who follow in the way of Avram Avinu, one who begrudges others, 
even though he may excel in other mitzvahs between man and God, is considered to be among the disciples of Bilam. It's noteworthy that our Chachomim do not cite Tfiluth Kavana, diligence in Torah study, halachic discussions, as the contrast between Avram and Bilam. This teaches us a very important lesson. The essence of man is defined by his character attributes, his good midos. They are what transform a person from a simple individual into an exalted personage. Negative character traits, on the other hand, diminish the individual and make him small. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, the father of the Muslim movement, says that midos are man's treasure. Although man expends much effort to amass material possessions, even foregoing his honor, an individual who is on a higher spiritual level realizes that it's not the gold, the silver, the jewels that define the person, but his Torah and Masim Tovim. One's time would be well spent acquiring good midos, improving our character traits. When a person works on himself, he has distinguished himself from others. There is the Sefer, Shulchan Aruch Lamidos, which is an interesting code of Jewish law that directs us in the appropriate use of one's character traits in the service of Hashem. For all of us, we who every day are a work in progress, we continue, especially during this time, to work on our Midos Tovos, to refine our relationships, thereby bringing peace in unity to Klal Yisroel. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. in the AM. Well, I, uh, first of all, a big thank you to Avrami. As I always say, he's the backbone of this whole operation. And, and as, as many of you remember from last week, I think it was last week, right? As many of you remember from last week, just for some reason, in the middle of morning Chizuk, everything went dead. And honestly, we don't know why. And we're trying to work on this latest technical situation. <laughs> I'll tell you. 
it's the ones that are unsolvable, or the one, at least the ones that are at the moment unsolvable that always drive us the most crazy. We did do our LO sofa blowing, but nobody heard it. So we'll do our LO sofa blowing for those who are um, very careful to hear the chauffeur blowing every single Sunday through Friday during the month of LO until we get to... Uh, until we get to um, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Okay, do our LL show for blowing here at JM in the AM. So for those of you who are listening on the archive, you likely heard the chauffeur blowing twice, but hey, <laughs> better twice than not at all. It is a Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. <laughs> Sometimes technical problems really drive you nuts. And every era, when we had the transmitter, when we had, um, uh, you know, operated with ISDN lines, Every era brings its own technical difficulties, and this one is no different. Devori Zutler is going to join us coming up. She is known for her photography and her artwork, and we'll explain what I mean by that coming up, and she'll have a, uh, an interesting piece to share with us coming up at JM. Oh, here. Didn't hear chauffeur after my gold washer. Yeah, that's because we, we lost uh, connection. We lost connectivity, as I explained. Hopefully you caught the... Um, the second show for blowing for us, the first for the general audience here at JM in the AM. <laughs> I hope at least. Mendy Jarufi is next. You're live. You're listening live to JM in the AM. Oh, 
רוצים ודורשים עד מתי אלוקים כבר עברו מספיק שנים. לא רוצים מוצרות, אין לנו מספיק דמעות, את מושיח רוצים לראות. שתבוא הגאולה, ייבנה בית הבחירה, אז ימלא פינו שירה. Ay, ay, 
ברצונות. איך בסוף אני תמיד שוכח מכל הסימנים שאתה שולח איך בסוף אני בתוך מאות סיבר על סף תהום דוהר, על סף תהום דוהר ששוב הוא מתחיל לרוץ, כאילו מחכה בחוץ האושר. בתוכי יש את כל מה שצריך בשביל לחיות פשוט, להרוויח את השמחה שלי ביושר. ויש לי סמארט חכם, נושא אותי טיפש, הכל אותו דבר, כלום לא מרגש, ואם זה לא אתה, עוזר לא להתחדש, כמעט כל יום אני נופל ומתייאש. איך בסוף אני תמיד שוכח מכל הסימנים שאתה שולח איך בסוף אני בתוך מאות סיבר על סף תהום דוהר, על סף תהום 
Akiva. Before that, Ephraim Mendelssohn opened up the set with Mendy Jarufi, song called Kishiavo, here on a Monday morning broadcast. We're heading back to school. That's right. We keep hearing from people around the country who are back at school already, believe it or not, before Labor Day. Back to school, back to work edition on a Monday of JM in the AM. אבל תראה הלב הזה עוד יתעורר. Well, it's no secret that the Zutler and Siegel families know each other for quite a while, many, many years, probably more than either of us are uh, ready to admit. Uh, and uh, we know the Zutler family. By the way, it's one of the reasons that Stacey Siegel is joining me here this morning. That's right, the lovely Stacey Siegel, who rarely appears at the Nahum Siegel uh, studio <laughs> headquarters. <laughs> is here this morning, not only helping us out, but she'll be a guest of ours in a few minutes as well here at JM in the AM, and I'll explain all about that coming up. Uh, so the Zutler family is quite a creative and quite a talented family. Many of you out there are familiar with them. And Devori Zutler um, uh, has uh, made a name for herself in uh, many different areas, but specifically in photography. And that has led, and she'll explain this, uh, that has led to a, um, a piece of art, uh, a project, something that has really made its mark around the Jewish world. And that's what we're discussing this morning. Devori Zutler, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Is this the first time you're on the air ever? Or yes. You, this is the first time ever. With <laughs> Other all the, than my classes. <laughs> with all the years that we know each other. Right. So uh, at some point, at some point uh, years ago, you went into the area of photography. Yes. Um, and that was because, why did that specific area attract um, you? Well, I loved photography. You know, even as a kid, I just loved photography. I loved taking pictures. And then it sort of happened into a business, like just by chance. I was in the bungalow colonies taking pictures of my own children. And my friends saw that I had good, a good camera and, you know, I was taking good pictures. And they're like, oh, I want to take pictures of my own children, you know? Um, and then slowly but surely it started. And one person that I didn't even know, she came up to me and she's like, I want you to take pictures of my, she had five beautiful girls. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> professional. I'm really just doing this as a hobby. And she's like, no, no. And you know, I said, okay. And before I turned around, I had the whole bungalow colony taking pictures with me. And my sister was in another bungalow colony, so she also asked me to come to her. And before I turned around, this little hobby of mine turned into a business. So this was about how many years ago? Uh, probably 25 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, yeah it was a long time ago. And, and are you then a photographer that goes to events like we no. know? No. You know if, this is specifically that people will come to you for what we call, I guess, studio portraits, right? Yeah, it was family and children portraits. I was in the bungalow colony, so it's a big business in the bungalow colony. You know, everyone <laughs> wants when their kids are tanned and beautiful and just happy in the summertime and the greenery. Um, 
a lot of people are coming from Brooklyn, so they don't have that greenery. So, um, yeah, so it was a lot in the Bungalow County. And then also I did also beach pictures for people that did not go to the country. So I did in Manhattan Beach and, you know, we did we basically it was a lot of outdoor pictures. Any legitimate, beautiful setting, you were ready to take pictures of people. Some things are hard to find in New York, but you were able to seek them out. <laughs> yeah, but also I took pictures in people's Bungalow right. County. So I always like, you know, went there before the, you know, actual day that I was going to the to take pictures and I seeked out a good spot you know I had and then I had my spots whenever I went back year after year and one needs a good eye for that I assume yes definitely. you need to be able to to yeah. think ahead yeah and see ahead what's going to be a good background what's going to be a good area 100%. to photograph people no photographer could be a good photographer if they don't have an eye for it that's right. like the most important thing and one of the things that you know and, and certainly I could relate because our industry is going in the same direction everyone thinks that they're a broadcaster these right. days once everything went digital and then of course jump to the cell phones yes everyone thinks they're a photographer yes <laughs> i mean it is hard to distinguish and it's funny because i remember you know there's certain professionals i work with and they'll recommend someone and i right. would be like you know how do you know that and i'm telling you that and you see the difference i mean you once the product is complete you see the difference between how a professional eye oh, looks sure. at a photo and takes that photo as for opposed sure. to just a regular person yes for sure. but is that a hard battle sometimes like is it harder to sell services like this nowadays because you know Arab is in the bungalow colony someone could simply take their iphone and snap away right so years ago there was no there was no i don't right. even know if i had a cell phone <laughs> correct <laughs> honestly i don't even i i had this had the cell phone much did you start you know? before digital oh for sure yes regular yes, film film Yes, we're talking. So as time goes years. by, everyone thinks they can invade right. your industry. So years later, I started with film and then eventually went to digital. I think it was in 2004 that I went into digital, but I was taking pictures for years before that. Right. And um, yeah, digital definitely is a lot easier. Um, you could take pictures and you know and then take delete. many of them. Yeah. Although my husband always tells me, "Oh, you're if anything." You think that with digital that you're deleting pictures, right. you never but do. here now you take a bunch of pictures because it is digital and then you end up keeping them all, you know, right. but that was my personality. I always wanted to make sure I got the shot and I took much more. I didn't just walk away after a minute. I was there for a while, you know, during the photo shoot and I wanted to make sure that my, you know, that the mothers were happy. I would imagine so. Uh, photography with Devore Zutler. You can go to her website, devorezutler.com. Pretty easy. devorezutler.com. And it's expanded. It's now not just uh, you taking photographs and providing a service for families and for right. people. You actually have photography workshops. Because, yes. again, even though everyone naturally today thinks they know everything about photography because they've right. got this, they've right. got the phone. Exactly. Nonetheless, yeah. you're telling them, hey, there's a lot to learn in this whole area. Right. And also that the same way my photography business happens by chance this also happened by chance I didn't think I would go I never ever dreamed that I would be a teacher ever right. I, you know but it probably would be the last thing that I would ever think that I would do um but one year, it was, I think it was about 15 years ago, one of the mothers who I've always, uh, you know, taken pictures of her children and she brought me to her bungalow colony, she called me up that she was a, like she was a volunteer for Mikimi, uh, which is an organization for sick children. Right. So she helped out the division of the mothers that every single week they had like a different, uh, you know, activity for them. It was arts and crafts, it was aerobics, you know, baking things like that, just to give them a little respite from their hard life. And 
she asked them, you know, what we did so many things, what would you be interested in doing? And they said photography. A few of them said photography. And the only woman photographer, there weren't that many photographers around then, um, but she knew me. So she asked me if I can come and give a class. And I happened to have a terrible fear of public speaking, which <laughs> got a, a little better over the years. And in addition, you got to make a curriculum. You have to make a exactly, syllabus, right? Exactly. For me, I was just taking pictures right. and I learned on my own. I didn't have a curriculum. So she asked me to do this class and I was like, my first thought was like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm, I'm afraid, like, you know, public speaking. But then I remembered my husband always, you know, he, Aaron does sure. music and right. he always used Performing to go Performing publicly? Yeah. And no, but also he always used to go to the hospitals right. to, you know, play for sick children. And I'm like, I wish I could do a chesed with my, you know, talents or hobbies as well. So I said, I got to just push myself. And I'm the type of person I don't take the easy way out. I, if I like think something's a good idea, or if God put this idea in my head, I just got to do it. So I told her yes, even though I was, you know, terrified. Um, and after I hung up the phone with her, I started writing down ideas of things that I could teach, you know, just from my knowledge. Right. And I write, I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote. And before I turned around, I had this whole book filled, filled with different lessons and things that I could teach. And I said, oh, wow, this would be a great, like, girls class, like a Sunday program teaching, you know, young girls. And within two days, I had an ad put out. I called one of Aaron's friends, who's a graphic artist. He made an ad for me. I, I put the ad in a few places. And then, you know, before I turned around mothers were telling me, oh, wow, you know, I wish I had a class for myself. And I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I should teach for women too. You know, not only girls. And then I said, okay, hold that thought. I'll be back to you in a month or two. Let me put together a curriculum. And I did. And then, um, and then like, two or three months after the girls class launched, I launched my first um, women's class. And I had, I think, six women. I did it in my and house. And it generally goes on for a number of weeks? Like, how does it work? So, yeah, I made the curriculum. I, in those days, it was eight weeks, but then I, I, I tweaked it over right. the years so many times. And you does know? this happen now in person on Zoom? How does so it work? So, I did it. At first, I, it, was, it evolved so much. So, in the beginning, it was in my house. Uh, then I started doing different locations, and I went to Lakewood and Muncie and Williamsburg and Monroe and, you know, so many different, uh, like, a different oh, locations really, in the New York, New Jersey area. You were really on the move. Yeah. And then um, everyone thinks I went online because of Zoom, right. but I was actually investigating, you know, how to do this online before, before the corona, before corona right. you know, even hit. So, um, and it was a mazel that I did because I think it was like November, December, and it happened like February, March right. time. That I was like, you know, I, I reached out to Zoom. I didn't even know about Zoom. I like, I was like, how do I know there's a way to do online classes? But I had no idea how. And then one person, you know, told me about Zoom. I reached out. I got a sales rep. He literally held my hand because there's a lot to know behind the right. scenes when you're teaching, especially. Mm -hmm. And he taught me, you know, he told me exactly what I needed to do and everything. And later on, he told me that it was amazing that uh, I called him and started doing this when I did because otherwise I would never have been able to reach him. I wouldn't have had anyone to ask questions. Well, we call that hashkacha, as you know. Exactly. And you exactly. certainly uh, had it in that case. All right, so the yeah. workshop, according to your website, is a five-week now yeah. photography workshop. Is it all online? Everything's online? Everything's online. Everything's um, online? I it's I have for, many different courses. Right. It's, I have for women, for girls. I have yeah, newborn. Says, right. It says here lighting, a whole bunch of stuff you have yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So we will direct everyone to the website. They can check it out. And that's devoreezutler.com, devoreezutler.com. We should also mention that 
in the industry, and I only know this obviously from weddings and public events. I don't know right. anything about workshops, but in the industry, it's obvious that there are women in our community who are now yes. real professional photographers, oh, meaning yeah. on the spot at events, etc. I'm wondering if any, any of your students. Oh, have- many. I have many, many students who are now doing photography. I have a list, a page on my uh, website of past students who are now doing photography. Um, I have many who are very big and and have one, you know, Williamsburg woman. Right. Um, she's in a. She took the course years ago, and she's now doing commercial fashion photography in the Goya world and huh. she's amazing i have another one who's a newborn photographer unbelievable like so, really, so it's not just the other side of the machitza somebody to take no, pictures no i have many i have somebody who went into architectural photography and newborn like there's so many different facets food photography commercial photography you know yeah i have a lot of students out there that are that are doing this now amazing absolutely amazing so again information to you can go ahead and check out all the different workshops and see that list of prominent individuals in the area of photography that are now uh, former students, but also now making quite an impact. Uh, JM and the AM on this um, Monday morning. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Now, do we consider photography art? Or not, because oh, because in the area of art, photography is a late bloomer. I mean, this is only, you know, what is it, 100 years old or so? You know, like, it's not really uh, as uh, traditional and classic as what we consider to be, you know, real works of art, artistic right. efforts, etc. Is photography art? A thousand percent. And it's a thousand for sure. Is there a way to explain to the average person why that is? Like, why, this, why, why a piece of photographic material can be artistic and could be so different than if a regular person out there would go ahead and take a picture of it? Sure, because, you know, art, like, you know, most people think of an artist as painting. Right. I have a machatenasa who is an artist. She <laughs> really? actually teaches art. In, you must in, appreciate each other's we do, creative we do. abilities. <laughs> I have her art in my house, and I actually just sent her this. She loved the Birch Sabayas, and, oh, wow, and I sent it to her. So one is painting, and one is, you know, doing the art with a camera, but they're both art. They're both, you know, you need to use your creative, artistic mind to see something and make it into art like you said before there are so many people that will take a picture with their cell phone and if you give a photographer that same subject it will look completely different so there's a lot to learn there's a lot to know about photography and that creative eye will turn it into art you're gonna love this story it just hit me because it happened last week right uh, there's a gentleman that we work with constantly whose uh, name is Shahar. We've mentioned him a million times on the air. He's the official photographer for Nefesh Benefesh. Oh. Someone comes over to me before the flight, uh, about 10 days ago, comes, someone comes over before the flight and says, can I take a picture with you? So, of course, we hand him so, you know, the person's phone to right. take the picture because, you know, right. and he was glad to do it. He takes, t- he takes a shot, then he right. tells me to stand a different way. Right. And he takes a second shot. Right. And he says, use the second picture and you're welcome. Because uh, right. the way I was standing, I looked awful. 100%. As a, as a big guy, I looked terrible. And then this, I'll, I can show it to you on my phone. It's right. hilarious. Right. And the second one looked a million times better. And, of course, only yes. a trained eye would even know For to sure. think that way. You For know? sure. That's one of the lessons that we talk about, posing and right. the way you stand and the way you put your arms and everything. It makes a world 
world of a difference. It reminds me when, uh, you know, thank God I've had the ability to be on stage many, many times. And sometimes you have these young singers and they will, you know, do certain things on stage that they're just not used to or, or you know, didn't realize is that big of a deal. Right. So a young, a young artist is on stage and singing the entire time. And I go up to him afterwards. I said, I'm going to give you a piece of, a piece of advice that you are never going to forget. <laughs> when you get on stage after mm-hmm. you're introduced and there's a mic stand right in front of you between right. you and the audience, right. take the mic stand and move it to the side. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. that right. And those are the basic things that you only get, obviously, yes. when you're doing this yes, so many sure. times. You probably amaze yourself that you think how, you know, there's certain things and tips that you give people that you never would have thought of early on. A hundred percent. And now it's like, you yeah. know, second nature to, to recommend things. Right. You know? I once had a girl, I used to do shidduch pictures for girls that, you know, needed pictures I for their resume. I didn't think of that, right. And I did that as a chesed. I, I didn't right. like charge for it. And I had this one And there girl, the angles are really important, seriously. hundred yeah. percent. And I don't believe in photoshopping. Right. And there are things that you can do to make right. a heavy person thin, but I don't right. believe in that. No, let it be authentic, but to, just do your exactly, best job at it. Exactly. Yeah. So this person called me up and she's like, can you do me a favor? Um, you know, she was, te- I, she was telling me that she's overweight and can I make her look good? And I said, we'll do our best for sure. So when she came in, she came into my house and I was taking the pictures and my first couple of shots is just really to set up the lighting, you know, the exposure. So the first two pictures didn't matter. I wasn't going to use it, but I was just adjusting my aperture, right. my shutter speed, etc. And um, then I saw I had my you know exposure set up, and I started posing her, turn this way, turn that way. And then later on, when I saw the first two pictures that I didn't care to pose her because I was only focusing on the lighting at that point, you saw a world of a difference from when she was not posed correctly to when I turned her the right way. It looked like a thirty pound difference. It was a Amazing. You know, I was never able to show that picture because it's just not nice, you know. But between, you know, me and like, you know, the computer, I truly saw such a difference. And it was really amazing. Um, The angles really make a big difference. And everybody really does have their good side, right? Of course. Everyone really does have their good side. Yeah. And are there people who are not photogenic, who cannot be transformed to be photogenic? Or you would argue everyone's got the ability to... You always have the ability, like if you, um, you know, with with your personality, getting their personality out. A lot of it, I, I remember years ago before I did photography, I went to a, a photo shoot, you know, with my kids. And the guy didn't really have any personality. He wasn't um, talking to my children, engaging them. And I saw from that that it really made a difference. You need to engage and talk about something that your um, subject will enjoy. So I'll ask a 10-year-old girl, do you like to read? You know, and then she'll tell me about her favorite book, and I tell her how much I love to read. Or if there's a three-year-old kid, I'll talk to them about Uncle Maishi, and I'll start singing and acting crazy and whatever. But when you engage a person, the light goes in their eyes. They start to beam. And right? That's, yes, that's the word. They're that's dreaming. the personality, right. and that's the the expression that you want to get. So th- there's always that ability to bring out, a, you know, even if they're not photogenic. Um, but yes, a hundred percent, I definitely see people that are more photogenic than others. You and have you could see it in a second. You have validated a lot of things that people yeah. have thought about the area of photography, no right. doubt. Right. Devorey Zutler is here. Well, there's someone sitting next to you, frankly, who no matter how great a photographer you are, you could not make look more beautiful than she already is. <laughs> That's that, true. That would be impossible. <laughs> she hates what uh, I do. That's why she never shows up, by right. the way. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. And that's, of course, Stacey Siegel. Good morning, my darling. Good morning, Nahum. And that was really nice of you because when we decided you're coming and you did bring a gift with you, which is really cool, 
um, you knew, and I knew, I told you that right. this would be as much meaningful as it is to me, even more meaningful to the person who is in charge of our right. home, and that is Stacey so Siegel. Right. And uh, and I also mentioned to you that I mean, I, one of my theories is that I'm I'm a linear person. She's more abstract. She, as much as I love it and get it, she gets it even more in terms of this. And we have to explain to everybody what this is. You, just like we do, thank God, and have this incredible privilege of traveling around Israel and seeing interesting places and going north to south, east and west. Yes. For you, it was not just, and I'm sure you've done this a million times, it was, not just, it was not just taking pictures of beautiful scenes and beautiful things that you see along the way. You actually came right. up with a unique concept that I, I don't think has ever been done before. Explain to everybody what you did. Sure. Um, so this also, just like my photography and then going into teaching, you know, happened by chance. This also sort of happened by chance. Um, I love Israel, obviously, and in the <laughs> past... Uh, two, three years, my married daughter was living there and I was there like five times. But even before that, I think I first took, my first picture of a door was... Of um, a door. It's of people a door to hear this. was in 2015, I think. In it Israel. Was, in Israel. And it was a door. Yes, it was, I think the first <laughs> picture of a door that I ever took was Reb Yosef Cairo, where he wrote the Shulchan Aruch. Wow. Yeah. And, because um, I went back years, you know, to see, right. get all the door pictures that I took. And I, my, one of my favorite things about Israel is just walking around, you know, wandering around, especially the old city of Yerushalayim and Tzfas, and just taking pictures, looking for photo ops. And everybody knows that in Israel, it's the best place to get, you know, to find photo ops. And I, I just, more than anything, more than a tour, more than anything, I just loved walking around on my own with my camera, just looking for pictures, you know, things that I could take. And I think it was 2015 that I started noticing these unique doors, you know, and, and people asked me, like, how did you notice them? Like, you know, like, I, I must have walked by these doors. Right. Doors of, generally don't make it impression. Right. You know, <laughs> it, you know what? In America, they don't. Right. But in right. Israel, That's true. if That's you start true. noticing, you'll see, like, I mean, you see, you could look yeah. at it. And all the unique, the colors, the vibrancy, they're so different and so beautiful. So I started taking pictures and in my mind, I was like, okay, you know, one day I'll do something. I had no idea, but it's 2023 now. This was in 2015. But every time I went to Israel, I just added to my collection and just kept taking pictures, you know, over and over again, more and more. And I would just keep on adding it to my computer. And I kept saying, one day I'm going to do something with it. I, I just don't know what, but one day I'm going to do something. And then um, this past February, I was there. And I said, I can't push it off anymore. Somehow there was a fire under me, this time more than other times. And I'm like, when I come back, I'm going to do something. I don't know what. I knew that I didn't want it to be just a door collage. I wanted it to be, I didn't want to just line up the doors all one after the other. I wanted to make it meaningful, inspirational. So I thought maybe if I get a pasuk, you know, that has the words sha'ar or deles or entranceway or something, maybe I could make it meaningful that way. And, and I did find something, but it didn't, I don't know, it didn't like speak to me so much. And I was like, so I started, you know, working on the doors and getting together all the doors that I, you know, I narrowed down. I had like almost 150, 200, you know, pictures of doors. I had to narrow it down to these 36. Um, but one day I was thinking, okay, what can I do? What can I do? And then this like brainstorm just popped into my head. Um, and I said, what about making it into this beautiful birchas habayis and say, Hashem, open up the doors of my home to bracha, hatzlacha, ahava, shalom, etc. So, and, and I was tying in the doors with open up the doors of my home to all these blessings. And 
right then it was just like it clicked and I'm like, I got it. This is it. And I called Aaron and I told him, <laughs> you know, I had this great idea. I know what I'm doing finally. And, and that's what we did. Because a lot of people would have put children in front of those doors. Oh. Some would have put rabbis in front of those doors. Right, right, you know, right. live people to stand. Right. And right. You know, In fact, I remember, I, th I remember this from years ago when I was a kid. When people were really concerned about wasting film, you know, now it's not a big deal because you could snap away. Exactly. But in the era when people were concerned about wasting film, don't just take a picture of scenery, put someone in front of it. Right, so you right, can, you right. know, like that was right. the whole mantra. Right. But you didn't do that. You went ahead in the 2023 mentality and actually took photos of yes. doors. And uh, you have uh, an explanation or a history or some type of reference to each one of the yes. doors that you took a picture of. Yes, I do. So um, honestly, when I decided to do this project, it was really for myself. I had zero intention uh, by the way we should this. mention on your website people could actually see the piece i mean oh, this is the actual yes. piece right oh, for sure yeah. for sure there yeah. it is so, uh go to devorizutler.com you'll see a tab that says doors of israel Bir go ahead i'm sorry so i had no intention of selling it the idea was really for my own house and but somewhere along the project i started you know showing it to people and you know a few different people were involved in it and they're like I would love that for myself. Like, for example, the Yihiratzon. Um, I didn't just take it from another Bir Hasabayis, right. you know, Yihiratzon. I wanted it to be, I, again, I was planning it for myself, so I wanted it to be meaningful for me. So I thought about the bracha that I wanted in my own home. And I, I didn't want a lot of Bir Hasabayis as they have the negative, like, um, this, this right. house should not have tsar. Right. I, I didn't want that. I wanted it to be positive. N not saying it shouldn't have tsar. It should have bracha, hatzlacha. So I sat down and I wrote my own Yehi Ratzon. And, but I had to pass it off to Israelis because I didn't want the grammar to be incorrect. <laughs> and... You know, I spoke to a few different people about it, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I would love to have this in my own home. And if, after a few people told me that, I'm like, maybe I should make it available to the public and sell it. Um, because originally it was just for my own house. Um, and that's what happened. And then, um, so I did. I made it available. I also, I didn't want it to just be a piece of art on the wall. I wanted people to understand, because it was so meaningful and inspirational to me, I wanted people to understand where these doors came, the location of the door, the history of each door. Is it a yeshiva behind it? Is it a, is it a house? Is it a store? Is it a shul? And like this, that you know, people could understand where it came from. Sometimes there are stories that are, you know, about the, you know, yeshiva inside of it. So I decide, I never take the easy way out but I, I did this because I wanted to make it as best as it could be and I created this coffee table book and with, just the photos in the book are pretty yes. spectacular yes so the photos of each door yeah. are in the coffee table book with an explanation and history etc but honestly I needed to reach out to some um you know, tour guides, because again, a lot of these doors were taken years ago. And again, you know, I had no idea that I was going to do what I was doing. So I did, um, I filled in some of the blanks myself. And then I did reach out to three different tour guides from Chevron and Svas and Yerushalayim. And, and they helped me, you know, with the details of the location. And, you know, here and there, they filled in the blanks that I was missing. Well, if you're going to, oh, and, and Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum was oh, one of yes. them. yes, yeah. Yeah, there are two doors there from Chevron. Pretty so cool. He Help me with that. Um, so you don't uh, you don't take the easy way out. You go you I go know. full throttle ahead when it comes to projects like yeah, this. Somehow I just I, I always feel like I need to do the best that I can do, and 
I, I don't, yeah, with everything that I've done, I just always put a thousand percent in, you know, into it. The Doors of Israel is the name of the coffee table book. The Doors of Israel, a gateway to blessing created by Devore Zutler. And I'm assuming when one gets the uh, artwork, they get the coffee table book, correct? Yes. And it's a limited edition. So there's not a million out there. Um, and they're signed and numbered in the back. Each one comes with a certificate of authenticity. And yeah. Will there be a part two since you have so many doors uh, do, still on your... Uh... I do have ideas for the future, yes. <laughs> I would imagine yes. so. All right, Stacey Siegel, what do you think? I mean, explain to the audience why this is such a beautiful piece that anybody and everybody should consider it for their own home. Um, first of all, it's just beautiful. It's breathtaking. Um, it, it brings Israel into our home until we get there. That's I a very good like point. I feel like we will have a beautiful, very special part of Israel... Um, just looking at the pictures alone are gorgeous, but um, I will spend some time on Shabbos looking through the book to see what I'm actually looking at. Um, um, since you welcomed me this morning, could I stump you and figure out which of the two Hebron doors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Expert. Oh, well, one is in Marat Machpelah, right? Yes. Yeah, one's from yes. Marat Machpelah that yes. I recognize. The second one I wouldn't Would you know offhand? Oh, yeah, which of one, course. Which one um, it? It's... On the bottom, one, two, three, four, five. It has like a flame on it. Yeah. That's a, a home. That's a home yeah. in Chevron. Yeah. In the Avram Avinu neighborhood. Avram Avinu yeah. neighborhood. It's probably Simcha's home. <laughs> it, may be, it may be his By door. Chance, maybe. He didn't want to give me the address, so maybe. <laughs> By the way, on my website, I have a very cool, fun thing. I have a, name the, a giveaway. It's an ongoing giveaway, and it's called Name the Location. And they could go on my website, they'll find it. And if um, everybody has a chance, there's a picture you know, of all the 36 doors, and then they have a chance to write down is it from Tzfas, from Chevron, or you and whoever gets um, each of the 36 doors correct will win a Birch HaSabayas. And it's an ongoing giveaway. Nice. I like that. Yeah. It's a good way to educate people about things that they've probably seen many, many times and never stopped right. to consider what it might be. Right. And that to me is the most important thing about this entire project is that um, how many times have we passed these doors? How many times have we gone... Um, and, and had the privilege of being near them and seeing them and experiencing them and just it never really, you know, resonated right. with us in right. any way. And you brought it to the forefront, to say the least. Uh, and everyone out there can actually have this. If I remember, I don't know if you want to mention the price, but if I remember, it was reasonably priced. They are. Uh, this is not outrageous at all. Right. And, and it's a great gift item. Yes. And they're available in different options. So they're available. This one is an acrylic, so that's more high oh. end. But um, there are available in print also, which is beautiful, but it's lesser expensive. So, and there are different sizes. So people can choose, you know, what they want to do with it, you know. I was thinking for this time of year, there are people in this audience who, you know, like to give specific gifts. It's Rosh Hashanah coming up, etc. Yes. Big thank you uh, season, so to speak, and uh, the people should consider this. And for more information about it, you can contact. Do you want me to give out the 917 number? It's up to you. Um, they could find. They could it's email on the me site. on the website. That's probably the easiest. Easiest way is to go to devoreesutler.com. Let me spell it so everybody out there knows how to reach it. It's D-E-V-O-R-I-E. Zutler, Z-U-T-L-E-R.com, DevoreeZutler.com. The photography workshop information is there. The special tab about the Doors of Israel is there. You have other stuff as well uh, that people could check out, lots of articles and different things. This has actually right. been getting a lot of good publicity, right? 
Yes, yes. I it's actually, been noted by a lot of people. I've actually got a call from the Waldorf Astoria in Yerushalayim and the David Citadel. And uh, the Waldorf, I had conversations back and forth. They wanted to put it up there. Uh, the problem is that they had a showcase that they wanted to put in it, it, it in. And it was a vertical showcase. And I'm like, you can't fit a long... This is a horizontal. <laughs> you just can't fit a horizontal. It wouldn't look well. It right? wouldn't look good. <laughs> in a tall vertical. So we're in touch with them. And when they have... Because they have a lot of different artists, you know, work on their um, all over their lobby etc so we're in touch with them and when uh, a wall becomes available that can fit this because it comes in bigger also and um, you know? and multiple hotels so I can had, display it like uh, one would sure. not be in competition with no, the other why not it's not ours. only from your end i'm saying from their end like they don't care that the uh, that a similar well, they didn't ask me oh you know right, another, somebody else have it right? you know i mean sometimes <laughs> you know i listen the mishpacha also wrote an article on it right. and um i i did I, there, there was one magazine that like oh the mishpacha already did it we right. only do something new you know right. like they unique were interested us, right. but it has to be a little different so so, you know, there are places and hotels and that might feel that way, but the Waldorf didn't ask me that. And I had a call a week ago from the David Citadel as well. So Boy, oh boy. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, this is really going to uh, make an impact as people continue to uh, buy yes. it and display it. And, yeah. of course, if it's in a hotel, it gives it an even larger impact. Yeah. Um, well, I want to thank you. And I'm sure Stacy wants to thank you as well. I do want to thank you. It is beautiful. I cannot wait to hang it on. I wonder wall. what I'm wall not, it's going I'm on. I'm not sure which wall. I told Zavari, she asked me what size we needed. I said, well, two years ago we painted and I haven't hung up a picture yet. That's great. So <laughs> a lot of people are limited with their wall space. I keep asking, are we leaving it like this? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. So now I will actually hang up a picture and, and well, okay. let's okay. get a professional's viewpoint about this uh, seagull controversy uh are you in favor of blank walls in one home one's absolutely home? not <laughs> I don't know my how that daughter happened. moved in a year ago to her house and there's no she has me as a photographer and she has her mother-in-law who's an artist right. and she has stunning stuff to hang up and i'm like put them up already let's go What's but what going bothers on? us about mrs seagull is it seems that since the painting took place she prefers it this way oh. you know this whole clean look and all that uh, that people are very into these days right. you know what I, may, I, we may need you to have a session well, with her. I think it's right. also my mantra of, you know. Right, about, she doesn't like stuff um, at all. Right. I'm a professional organizer. You know, oh, okay. everything out. So the walls right. are, you know. Well, I, I truly feel that art and like a piece like this makes a house a home. And um, when you put up pieces that mean something to right. you, it really just takes your house to another level. Well, then you you'll know? be proud because recently she did put up the four wedding pictures from the four oh, weddings. Oh, so okay. At least I think, I think my kids were shocked that they made right. it to the wall, but thank God. Okay, good. Uh, so this is going to make it and it's, it's certainly going to enhance our brand new year and we can't thank you enough and uh, right. we'll highly recommend it to everybody out there. Go to the website, everybody's devoreezutler.com. Check out the Doors of Israel with the uh, work of art, which is, as Devore mentioned, is in different sizes, different uh, types, whether it's acrylic, print, etc. So there are different right. price ranges, uh, certainly affordable at different levels to different people out there. With all of this, every time you order it, you do get the Doors of Israel gateway to uh, Blessing Coffee Table Book, which explains all the pieces of art. It is a worthwhile project. Uh, pursuing those of you out there who are into um, uh, unique pieces of art and things that can make a, a wonderful impact in your home. Uh, all we could say is we are uh, 
highly recommending it. And again, thank, thank you. you and uh, Shana Tova. Thank and, you. Uh, you too. And then it was great being here. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was so good to see you after so many years. Very nice reuniting. I <laughs> right. said this to your husband, but I saw him weeks ago. Now I say it to you. It's always, right. there's always been a good Zutler Siegel uh, <laughs> connection with our families. Thank you. And Stacey Siegel, I thank you to be here and to accept this gift from uh, Devori Zutler. Uh, and hopefully it'll bring lots of blessings into our home. Amen. We can't Amen. complain. Amen. We've had a zillion Amen. blessings. Now we'll hopefully have even more. Amen. More coming up. It is a Monday morning broadcast, and you're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>
לפעמים יש רגעים שיש הסתר פנים, אתה מרגיש פתאום בלי אף אחד. אבל תזכור יש אלוקים שנמצא תמיד בפנים, אתה אף פעם לא לבד. תהיה חזק תאמין בו, לעם הוא אוהב אותך, ואל תבחר כי הוא המיוחד, הוא תמיד איתך. אלוקים אבא טוב, אותך רוצה רק לאהוב, הוא תמיד לך דואג, ונותן מכל הלב. ויש בי אמונה לא מאבדת את התקווה, שכלום זה לא מקרה, הכל לטובה. אלוקים אבא טוב, אותך רוצה רק לאהוב, הוא תמיד לך דואג, ונותן מכל הלב. ויש בי אמונה לא מאבדת את התקווה, שכלום זה לא מקרה, הכל לטובה. אם יש לך מילים, דבר עם אלוקים, ובכל מצב לך מקשיב. הכל זה השגחה פרטית, הצלחה היא לא מקרית, ובך תמיד מביט. תהיה חזק, תאמין בו, לעד הוא אוהב אותך, ואל תבחן כי הוא המיוחד, הוא תמיד איתך. אלוקים אבא טוב, אותך רוצה רק לאהוב, הוא תמיד לך דואג, ונותן מכל הלב. ויש בי אמונה לא מאבדת את התקווה, שכלום זה לא מקרה, הכל לטובה. אלוקים אבא טוב, אותך רוצה רק לאהוב, הוא תמיד לך דואג, ונותן מכל הלב. ויש בי אמונה לא מאבדת את התקווה, שכלום זה לא מקרה, הכל לטובה. threatening and closing in he tries to fight the current but his strength wears thin clutching his young son and daughter though he can barely swim but he's no match for the sea with its mighty waves struggling to breathe for his lives to save and hopelessly feels his daughter slip away from He 
Yosis, Yosis, Olayich. Olayich, Eloikoyich. Oh, Yosis, Yosis, Olayich. Olayich, Eloikoyich. Yosis, Yosis, Olayich. Oh, oh,
נצר בגינות מזמור שיר, אלוקים יחננו ויברכנו, יאיר בניו איתנו סלע. למנצח בגינות מזמור שיר, אלוקים יחננו ויברכנו, יאר פניו איתנו סלע. למנצח בגינות מזמור שיר, אלוקים יחננו ויברכנו, יאר פניו איתנו סלע. למנצח בגינות מזמור שיר, אלוקים יחננו ויברכנו, יאר פניו איתנו סלע. יברכנו אלוקים יברכנו, יברכנו אלוקים יברכנו, ויראו אותו כל אפסי הארץ. יברכנו אלוקים יברכנו, יברכנו אלוקים יברכנו, ויראו אותו כל אפסי הארץ. יברכנו אלוקים יברכנו, יברכנו אלוקים יברכנו, ויראו אותו כל אפסי הארץ. יברכנו אלוקים יברכנו, יברכנו אלוקים יברכנו, ויראו אותו כל אפסי הארץ. The amazing Sandy Shmueli with Lam Natsayach here at JM in the AM. The early Shabbos band had Yossis. You heard Mordechai Shapiro with Umimbala Decha. That's his latest. Hakola Tova done by Chaim Avital. Ellie Hertzlik with the Chevron March here at JM in the AM. My thanks to Devori Zutler for joining us earlier today. Tomorrow, by the way, the Sukkah Shadchan is going to be on the air in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll add his efforts to the Elul Chesed campaign. NachumSiegel.com slash Chesed. Excuse me, NachumSiegel.com slash Chesed, NachumSiegel.com slash Chesed. And don't forget, the Jews of the Ukraine are in need of basic supplies for Yuntif, for Rosh Hashanah and Sukkis. There's a way to help them out, and that is by going to um, officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nachum, officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nachum. Your help with that, of course, Greatly appreciated. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. And um, 
Don't forget that Roy Benji Kramer is coming up at 9 o'clock with May Irmi Lim. He'll discuss the word Torah. And that's coming up this morning with May Irmi Lim right here after JM in the AM. Joey Newcomb's next at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Hashem Yodea done by uh, Tuvi Eichler here at JM in the AM. Joey Newcomb had the Nachamu. You heard Sandy Shmueli before that with Lam Natseach. Welcome to a Monday as we head back to school, back to work. We'll wrap things up with Benny Friedman at JM in the AM. Benny Friedman to Kabbish show for two, two, two is right. My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Rather on the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible Monday here at JMN. My thanks to Devory Zudler. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com. He'll take good care of you. Uh, also, don't forget our Elul Chesed campaign, NahumSiegel.com slash Elul, excuse me, NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. And if you want to give directly to the campaign for the Jews of the Ukraine, so they'll have what they need for Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. Officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum. Officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Sigal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.